Welcome to Style Your Mind, a podcast for women who want to design their thoughts, empower themselves, and build a beautiful life. I'm your host, Carol Alwaleba, best-selling author and master life coach. I am obsessed with women on the edge of change, and I've worked with hundreds of those women all around the world to help them unlock the best version of themselves and fulfill their potential. If you're ready to style your mind and transform your life, then you're in the right place. Let's do this. This episode is sponsored by my self-coaching workbook and lifestyle guide, Style Your Mind. If you enjoy this podcast, then you guys are going to love this workbook. It's for women who wish to make personal and professional changes using the life coaching process. If you've ever wanted to hire a personal coach, but haven't had the budget or the time for it, then this book is for you. Filled with powerful questions, thought-provoking activities, inspirational quotes, and lifestyle tips, I'm bringing you everything that you need to know to style your mind, empower yourself, and ultimately live your most gorgeous life. And you guys, it's $19 on Amazon. So get on it, check it out, amazon.com. Search style your mind and transform your life today. I am so excited to introduce you guys to my guest today, Marisa Ravel. You may know her as the genius behind the 80s and 90s pop culture-inspired fashion and accessories line, Laser Kitten. I found Marisa's work on Instagram a few years ago while shopping for pins, and you guys know that's one of my many guilty pleasures, and I was immediately drawn to her creativity, her vibe, and her enthusiasm. I knew that I had to have Marisa on the show to talk about all things glitter, nostalgia, and what it is like to build her empire, and I'm so thrilled to share her with you guys today. So Marisa, welcome. Hi, thank you so much. Of course, of course. So um, for those of you who aren't familiar with your work, can you give us a little bit of a background um, about who you are and what you do? Sure. Um, So yeah, my name is Marisa Ravel. I'm the owner and creative director of Laser Kitten. And Laser Kitten is an 80s and 90s inspired um, pop culture, accessories, uh, and clothing company that I started in 2015. Um, and right now we're most famous for our, our enamel pins. We have over 70 different styles and most of them are inspired from things from my childhood when I was growing up and, um, just, you know, my favorite, my favorite memories. Um, and then we also have, you know, mugs and hats and, um, DIY products like puffy paint and stuff. So you can kind of bedazzle your own clothing really into the DIY culture. And, um, yeah, just pretty much everything I love. It's so awesome. I love your mugs. I'm always like shooting them on Instagram and everyone's like, where did you get that? (laughs) Oh my God. I love that you, you, (laughs) that you shoot our mugs and you shoot them so well too. It's awesome. Well, I was, what I love about your stuff and I think what's so like great about what you do is it's so unique and it's so different. I feel like when I go online to buy stuff like this, like little accessories, I feel like I see a lot of the same stuff, but I think it's so cool that your stuff is just so authentic and so unique and you can't find it anywhere else. Thank you. Well, <clears throat> I really appreciate that. Excuse me. Um, I think a lot of it is because it's it's authentically stuff that I grew up with. So it's all sort of, it all plays really well together. It's all very mix and match. So you can style like an 80s lips phone with your... Um, gosh, I don't even know with your like Spice Girl mood pin, it all kind of goes together. You know what I mean? It's all sort of the same, 
comes from the same place, which is just stuff I love. So it's it's real. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So can you take us back a little bit before Laser Kitten? Like what how did you kind of start out on your career path? What were you initially planning to do? Or was this what you were always planning to do? Like what is what does the journey look like up to this point? Oh boy. Um so I actually started out as an art director working at advertising agencies and went to an art university in San Francisco, studied advertising. So that's my background. And I've always loved fashion and done that on the side. I've always kind of reconstructed my own clothing and all of that stuff, even when I was making like TV commercials for other brands. Um, so, and I've always made jewelry my whole life. Since I was a kid, I've been playing with my mom's beads and always just doing that. So, um, Laser Kitten started in 2007. I actually was uh, working at an ad agency and I just left that job and decided to start my own laser cut jewelry line. And I called it Laser Kitten. So this is 2007. I was 27 years old. Oh, we're the same age. And, I love it. Oh, you're 30, you're 37? Yep. Oh, amazing. 1980s, baby. Yep. <laughs> I have so much in common. Pink hair, pins, like 1980. It's crazy. Chanel, everything. Um, so funny. But yeah, so I started a laser cut jewelry line. This is back in the MySpace days when everybody was wearing that like emo stuff. And um, yes. I started out making custom laser cut um, nameplate necklaces for all of my friends. I got trained on a laser cutting machine and made laser cut acrylic jewelry. Um, and that actually took off and got really popular, but I had to stop that for um, a family a family emergency. My dad was ill and I kind of got sidetracked with that. And so I really put that on hold for many years. And and then when I, I ended up getting back into advertising instead of back into the jewelry, um, until I went on a trip to Europe and I traveled all over the all over Europe for seven months and decided to I walked by this fashion school in London and it said start your own fashion business and I decided to stay in London and take that course and during that course I decided to revamp restart up laser kitten again but this time for real as like a legit company and I was going to move to LA from San Francisco when I got back and really do it um, so I did and I just started out with the pop culture pins because I was so inspired when I was in London by just everything that I saw over there and all over the world, <clears throat> excuse me. And I just had this strong vision to do pop culture stuff. So I, I emailed all my favorite artists and asked them if they would illustrate my ideas and they all said yes. And I was like, what? <laughs> I love it. Um, I was so surprised. And so, yeah, I worked with like Sarah Lyons, Yoko Honda, um, you know, Robin Eisenberg. They all said yes. And then they illustrated it. And then it just like blew up. The pins blew up from there. So sorry, love- those are very long winded. No, yeah. I think it's so fascinating. You know what I love about your story? It reminds me a lot about myself, like just kind of like going for it and not letting fear hold you back and just saying, you know what, I'm going to just stay in London for the month. I'm just going to email these people and see what they say. Like, can you talk a little bit about how you push through fear? If, if fear even comes up for you, like how do you just kind of say, you know what, I'm just, I'm going for this. You know, I have to say when it comes to, when it came to that, I didn't really have a lot of fear. I have fear in every other area of my life. But when it comes to my, my passion, like my art and creativity, I'm a little bit fearless, I guess you would say in that respect. Like I don't, I mean, I had nothing to lose. I thought that, I didn't think that they would email me back. I didn't necessarily have fear, but I just thought, 
what the hell, you know, like I, one of my favorite quotes is you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And that's by Wayne Gretzky, who's a hockey player. Yep. And I just always thought like, okay, well, I'm just going to take this chance. And if they say no, then I'll ask somebody else. Um, because I'm, I, I illustrate myself, but I'm not the world's greatest illustrator by any means. Um, so I like to collaborate with artists. So yeah, I guess I don't, I don't mean to be cocky with that answer, but, um, no, it's not at all. It's honest. And I, I think it's, it's a great quality to have. And I feel like it's, it's like, I agree. I feel like I'm kind of the same way, but for a lot of the girls that I work with and, and a lot of my readers, they kind of, um, you know, the fear takes over for them. And I, I agree with you in the sense of like, if you don't ask, the answer is always going to be no. So, it, you know, it's worth kind of building that little bit of hope for yourself and that little bit of excitement. And if it works out, then great. But if not, you didn't lose anything. Exactly. And I also have to say, I think that comes with experience and age as well, because I am 37. You know, I'm not in my early 20s anymore. I've already been there, done that. I had a lot more fear when I was younger um, because I was a girl and I was uh, I was an art director directing men and editing bays and stuff. And they were like, who are you? <laughs> you know, this young girl comes in and tells me where to make cuts and edits. And they've been like doing this for 10 years. Um, and I think I put up or I, I dealt with a lot more fear of being um, unnoticed or being a girl or looked at like uh, not being taken seriously a lot more back then than I do now working in like a fashion environment. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of different. Yeah. So you recently opened up a shop in LA, right? Like an actual storefront for Laser Kitten? Yes, it's actually a, it's our showroom, but it is shoppable and we're open right now. We were open on Mondays and Thursdays, but we just had a change in staff. So now it's open by appointment only. But um, yes, it is a shop in the front and we do many pop pop up events there where you can come and shop and see it in person and anybody can come by whenever they just have to like send me an email and make sure that I'm actually there. That is, um, but yeah, it's it's so cute. It's that's so, so awesome. cool. I know. I love the pictures. I always stalk your Instagram when you do like <laughs> like stories from there. So yeah, did you cool. typically, like, did you initially rather run Laser Kitten from your house? Like how was that transition going from, yeah. you know, yeah. where you were? So, okay. So I am from San Francisco and I moved to LA after my trip to Europe and um, came here and didn't really know exactly what was going to happen with Laser Kitten except that I wanted to do it. And so I just set up my computer. I had this uh, one bedroom loft apartment and it had like this staircase to this very small space upstairs. And that's where I put my computer and like all the pins and everything. And it just, I just outgrew it within like six months. And I had like stuff everywhere and I I had to hire an assistant to help me with shipping. And so the natural next move was to find um, a space to do all of this in. And so then I got um, an office downtown Los Angeles and then kind of outgrew that and so moved to Melrose. And um, so I've been there now for a year. That's awesome. I love that you do events too. I feel like, you know, we're all so connected online and it's great that we can connect on Instagram and Facebook, but it's so cool to like actually have that human connection and be able to meet your fans and work with people and do workshops and kind of have that like one-on-one interaction. It's the best ever. I love it. We, you know, there's always people coming in and out of the office and it's, it's really great. You never know who's going to stop by. Like we've got models that stop by and, um, just all sorts of artists that stop by people we've collaborated with or fans from different countries that come and stop by buyers. Like it's just a mix in a mix of so many different types of cool people that come in and we can just like, you know, chat with. 
That's so cool. So you, you know, you make pins and like a lot of the stuff that you do is kind of getting really popular now, like sort of in the marketplace. How do you deal with people either like copying your ideas or like competing with you? Do you ever experience kind of like the ugly side of business? All the time. Um, yes. So we've been, you know, we've been ripped off so many times. And I think now that the company is like two and a half years old, um, I'm used to it. But in the beginning, it like really shook me up. I was like, Oh, my God, like, we have a very public case, which I can talk about because um, we're in a class action lawsuit right now with Mark Jacobs, who has taken the, you know, the designs from several different pin companies and used them on his uh, 2017 resort collection. And, um, we were included in that. And so we're still waiting to hear back, but that was like, to me devastating because I had always loved Mark Jacobs and blah, blah, blah. And I thought, how could this happen? And, um, but it just happens, you know, who knows if there was like an intern at his office that saw it or if he saw it himself, I don't really know exactly what happened, but, um, that, you know, it, it can be anybody from like a high end designer like that to, you know, overseas manufacturers selling your molds and you and um, selling them all over like, you know, all over the internet, Alibaba and all of that stuff. So those cases, I usually just don't even pursue anymore. But yes, I do have a legal team that handles all of that. So if you're new and you're getting ripped off, definitely lawyer up. Um, because, you know, it's not right what what people do. And um, if they're taking your exact line art, that's not cool. Um, if it's like something inspired, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a lawyer, but yeah, I just say lawyer up and see what your lawyer thinks about everything and, and don't panic. Just, just do the next right thing and let them handle it. So you can just keep on creating. I totally agree with you. The best thing that I ever did was get my attorney on full time just to kind of handle yeah. stuff like that. It's like I like send yeah. like crazy emails at like one in the morning and then I just let it go and I know it's being handled. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it happens, but it just kind of also means you're trend setting and stuff is being noticed and people are looking at it and you know, it's it's all good at the end yeah. of the day. What motivates you every day? my crazy brain. Um, <laughs> I literally, I was trying to sleep last night, but all I can think about are new designs. I cannot turn my brain off when it comes to creativity. It's like 24 seven nonstop coffee motivates me. I have to say. <laughs> me, I just had a cup. Um, yeah. I'm, as I'm drinking coffee out of my, uh, I wish Clarissa would explain it all mug right now. Um, <laughs> the people I work with motivate me. Um, my friends, Oh, just, yeah, that, that's really what, what gets me up in the morning is just knowing that I can wake up and do what I want to do for a living, like working on anything creative. I'm totally happy with it could pretty much be anything as long as it's, it's coming up with fun ideas with people that I love. What does the typical day look like for you? Like, I know that you're in the office now a couple days a week. Like, is every day different? Are you kind of, are you in a routine? I know that for me, like it's, it's always crazy. It's never the same thing, which I kind of like about business. But at the same time, that can be difficult to deal with because you kind of feel like you're all over the place and it's tough to stay disciplined. So what does your day-to-day -day look like? I wish I could tell you I had a consistent routine, but every day is totally different for me. 
Um, I know you just moved. I just moved. I bought my first home this year. Oh, how amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. you. And I've lived in it now for like five months. So um, it's been a huge transition and I'm trying to like redo some rooms. And so I'm, I'm home. I'm working from home a lot right now and also going to the office, um, on random days. And we've had like a change in our shipping staff. So right now I'm also doing all of the shipping and, um, some employee turnaround stuff. And it's just been, it's been completely crazy, but I also like that because every day is different. Some days I'm meeting with people or having lunch with people or um, they're coming to my house for a meeting. So we're just kind of all over the place. But um, every morning I wake up and I check my emails and I get back to people. And I also spend a lot of time every day um, designing, you know, hanging out with my dogs that that centers me. Um, full transparency. I'm also in uh, two 12-step programs. <laughs> so I make time for my own self-care. Um, I try to do that at least like four days a week to hit a meeting just to like center myself. Um, yeah. So there's a whole, it takes an army really. <laughs> no, you're telling me, believe me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I have to know about your, your like home decor because I've been redecorating everything now in my new apartment. Does your home kind of reflect the style of Laser Kitten or is it totally different? It's actually totally different. Um, Laser Kitten is, is sort of like um, a child's bedroom for grownups. I would say, um, it's like a grown up dream if I was a kid. Um, and my home is a beautiful Spanish home. Um, I believe it was built in like the thirties it's in Silver Lake and it's classy and, um, it's sort of eclectic. It's actually more seventies style. If anything, it's mid century modern meets uh, Spanish colonial. So it's, um, I think it reflects how I grew up because I grew up, um, my dad loves Spanish architecture and his home was a beautiful like Spanish villa inspired home. So I have a lot of that inside of me as well. He was also into architecture and um, property management and buildings. So I like, I like that too. You know, I like to keep it classy at home and more fun and bright and crazy in the office. Yeah, I agree. I love that. I love that vibe too, because I feel like then it lets you kind of separate the two and you feel like it's something to look forward to when you go to work to kind of get to have like wild, crazy ideas. And then like you said, coming home, it just sort of like centers you. Yes, exactly. It's much more muted at home. <laughs> Same. No neon signs, although I do want one, but um, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> So you had initially, like with Laser Kitten, everything, as far as I know, is mostly accessories. But I know that you just recently launched um, a fashion collaboration with Forever 21, which is so amazing. I like screamed when I saw your post. I was so happy for you because I know what a big deal that is. Can you talk about that a little bit, like how it came about and and what it means for the brand? Yes. So actually back in, I think it was 2015, yeah, it was 2015. The first year of business was like huge for Laser Kitten. We it just kind of took off that year. That was the year I started it. And at the end of that year, Forever 21 had reached out to Laser Kitten and said, "We love your brand. We really want to do um a a collaboration with you." And I really had to sit with that for a minute and I was like, "Whoa, this is huge. What the hell?" Um 
And um, so we started to work with them and design all these accessories, but then they're like, actually, we don't even want to do the accessories with you. We, we now want you to design a whole entire clothing collection. Um, and I was like, oh, this is really, this is really cool. This is fun because I originally, when I started Laser Kitten, wanted to do clothing, but the pins took off and took over so fast that I didn't have a chance to actually do the clothing. Um, so I got a chance this time and with a budget behind me to actually carry it out. So I must have designed like 200 pieces for them over like a year and a half. Wow. Um, but it, you know, the process is that it gets cut down and, you know, some pieces get diluted because of budget. And it was a really great learning experience for me of like what my expectations are versus what reality is. Um, because they're often so different. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, so looked, the collection looks completely different than I thought it would at the end, but I'm happy with it and it's a cohesive collection. It's my first big collection and it took like a year and a half actually to come out. So I guess a lot of people don't realize that, um, we've had these designs done for a very long time. So it's, um, yeah, I actually just went to the my first Forever 21 store to see it in real life uh, last night, which I put on my story, which was just so cool to see. They had like a whole wall of laser kitten clothing. That must and just be like such a trip to look at. It's a trip because it's in 200 stores. It's worldwide. And I have so many fans that are tagging us in pictures. And we have this launch party with like influencers and models and a unicorn cake. And it's really like my dreams coming true, you know? So, so awesome. It's like watching that happen and um, it's easy to get lost and not take take a moment for yourself to realize like what a big accomplishment that is. But I haven't really had it, even a chance yet to like let it sink in. Even yesterday I was like, this is surreal. When it's you, you don't really know how to process that. I know. It's like bigger than you, you know? Yeah. And everyone else, it, I know it's like everybody else can see it and they're like telling you and you're just like, I don't know, but I'm like... I'm the one living it. So it's like you don't take a second. How do you celebrate yourself? Because I know I struggle with that sometimes, even though I'm all about celebration. Like I, I still kind of struggle with slowing down and just taking in the moment. So like what do you do to kind of reflect? I get um, a massage now every two weeks as a gift to myself. Um, you know, as a – I don't drink and I don't – you know, I'm, I'm a sober woman, so I can't, like, celebrate with champagne. I know I've talked to you about that a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, I'll actually have four years sober in a couple days, which is really exciting if I make it. Thank you. But I think that's a big part of um, who I am, and, and I want my fans to know that if they ever have a problem, they can always reach out to me. Um, you know, mental health stuff is super important to me. I've suffered from anxiety and depression pretty much off and on my whole adult life. And, um, which is why I have like a pin that says depressed as fuck. And I had a shirt that said anxiety club and I'm all about it, you know, wearing it and, and smashing that stigma. So I think to celebrate myself now, it looks a lot different than some people might think it's, it's mellow. It's lighting a candle for myself. It's going to like house of intuition and getting, like a creativity candle or a success candle and burning it and setting my intention and slowing down and getting my nails done or getting my hair done the way I want to, um, which is pink right now. It looks so uh, good. I love it. <laughs> I love yours too. You know, it's like, it's, it's self-care. That's how I celebrate myself. I just take time for self-care. Get a, you know, mani-pedi, get your lashes done. I don't know. Do something that's, that makes you feel pretty or makes you feel 
elevated in some way. Um, take a walk. I don't know. I don't. Such I don't a good like answer. That, no, it's, walking isn't really my thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good answer. I love that because it's positive. Because yeah, it is easy to go out and have a glass of champagne or go splurge on a big meal. But like, ultimately, is that making us feel good in the long term? So I love that you said self care. For me, oh my it's God, like no soul I'm cycle. I'm still hungover from like this ice cream that I ate the other <laughs> night. I ate like a whole pint of ice cream. It was disgusting. It was whole milk, like delicious, the best real ice cream I've ever had. And I just, once I started, I couldn't stop. And like, I felt <laughs> bad now for like four or five days after that. I just, I don't know. So sometimes I just take it a little too far, you know, <laughs> but, um, that was off track, but anyways, we all do it. We all do it. Mm-hmm. Um, what is one piece of advice that you would give to any woman listening right now that really is just dying to pursue her passions and live her dreams? Oh my gosh. Um, just start writing, get a journal, fill it up, write every single day and, um, manifest, you know, I believe in manifestation. So I would say, write out what your goals are, what you want, what you don't want. And, you know, set the intention, um, to make that happen and start pursuing it little by little, you know, it could even just be an email. Like I did like email one of your favorite artist or email someone you want to collaborate with, take a, take a shot and, um, see what happens. And you never know. I mean, you could get like the deal of a lifetime and, and, or not because you didn't take that chance. So I just say, go for it, be yourself. And, um, something that I'm also learning right now is to, you don't have to react to everything and you don't have to respond to everything or any, you know, every negative comment, you don't even have to respond. So if you are pursuing your dreams and people are, you know, and you're actually being authentic to yourself and people are responding negatively, just listen to yourself. Don't try not to listen to those other people because at the end of the day, you're being yourself and that will make you um, different and sellable and all of that stuff, whatever your outcome is that you want. So, so true. Don't you feel like entrepreneurship is kind of like a crash course in learning how to be your own best friend? Totally. And, and also learning how to, you know, learning how to block stuff out is a huge part of like me going into two and a half years now. Um, so you can actually focus on what is important. So you really have to have, um, you'll develop a thick skin and, and it's the best feeling in the world when you can, when you can finally do that. Yep. Totally agree. All right, Marisa, I want to thank you so much for coming on today and sharing all of your wisdom and passion with everyone. This was an awesome chat, and I think you gave us some great tips to take away. Um, Can you tell everyone listening where they can find you and stay connected with you? Absolutely. Um, You can follow me, our Laser Kitten, on Instagram at at Laser Kitten, which is L-A-S-E-R-K-I-T-T-E-N. And you can buy our products on laserkitten.com. Awesome. And I will link all of this in the show notes so you guys can just swipe up and be able to um, stay in touch. Thank you so much, Kara. Thank you. This was awesome. I will talk to you soon. Congratulations on everything. (laughs) I'm so happy for you. Oh, thank you. I'm happy for you too. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you love this episode, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you really love this episode, I would love it if you guys could leave me a review on iTunes. 
For more beyond this podcast, including my blog and where you can find all of my books, visit me at thechampagnediet.com. And for daily inspiration, including uplifting quotes, mantras, and of course, pretty pictures, come hang with me on Instagram at thechampagnediet. Until next time. 